This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively as, well, a podcast. In each episode, we put a new contender to the test. It's season two, and this time, it's all about your favorite social media personalities and experts. Play along and find out what they really know. That's a good question. 20 contenders, four finalists, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. So today, I am really excited. I have Daniel J. Lewis, who is... He's one of the originals, uh, in my opinion. Uh, like I think of him as one of the first podcasters to really... Uh, create a business out of podcasting. And I'm really excited to have him on. He's an award-winning podcaster. Um, he helps other people uh, find their passions and, and launch other shows. Uh, Daniel creates some really cool training resources online, uh, like SEO for podcasters and podcasting tools like My Podcast Reviews, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, he's a keynote speaker, social media expert, and all kinds of stuff, really. Dale, I am really excited to have you on today. How are you doing? Thank you, Brandon. You know, I grew up watching game shows and I often wanted to be on a game show. And now I actually get to be on one. This is exciting. Awesome. I'm glad you're excited. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Don't worry too much about it. There's going to be some random questions, but I bet you know a lot more than you think you do. So we'll come back and have a little uh, talk in a minute, but we can go ahead and get started. Are you ready to play? I am ready. All right. And I'll tell you this. You have three cheats to help you on the way. All right. Two of those are just hints. You can ask for a hint and I'll give you a hint. The third one, I'll give you eight seconds to Google the answer. So (laughs) um, that should also help. And at the end of the season, our top four contestants will face off. The winner will get a free year of audiobooks from audiobooks.com. So they can take that or give it to one of their audience members or whatever they want to do. Sound good? I love audiobooks, so I'm eager to win this prize. Let's do this. (laughs) Me too. All right, let's go. First question here. This is a little current events question. Being called the largest information leak in history and named after its place of origin, this could spell disaster for the rich and powerful, like people like the prime minister of Iceland. Uh, What's this leak being called, this most recent leak? It's either the Liechtenstein leaks... Denver documents or the Panama Papers? Ooh, see, I don't follow current events, so this is this is going to be more of a guess sure. among these things because I want to use my hints just right out of the gate like this. So, um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Denver documents. Denver documents, he says. All right, I'm going to lock in on Denver documents. <laughs> Is it Denver Documents? Oh, it's okay. It is the Panama Papers. Should have gone with my gut. Hey, you always go with your gut. That's all right. I'm glad to know that the the one I made up sounded legitimate, though. Yeah, the Panama Papers. um, A lot of information was leaked from this law firm in Panama that does all kind of secret dealings for wealthy and powerful people around the world. So... You will hear more about that probably at some point in the future. Question number two. What social media network recently won the exclusive streaming rights to Thursday night NFL football games? Social media network. Mm, Exclusive streaming rights. So it's got to be a network that has a streaming infrastructure and it's social in some way. 
um, to the, you said the NFL? Yeah. Uh, yep. NFL. Well, um, streaming rights, social network, what social network would actually want streaming rights. Um, I'm going to go with uh, da, 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 Facebook. Facebook. Let's see if it's Facebook has the streaming rights, the NFL. Is it Facebook? Oh, that's a tough one. I know these are some of these current event questions are tough. It was Twitter. And Twitter is, if you think about it, I guess, because Twitter is such real time and people are tweeting about games, but they have no streaming uh, platform right now, I don't think. So, um, yeah. I only would watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. Hey, no worries. Let's move on to another question. This one is multiple choice. Okay. If Lady Gaga joined an Orthodox Jewish movement, which of these could she still wear? It's either lobster pants, mutton hat, or pork shoulder pads. Mutton hat. Mutton hat. Mutton hat. That's right. How did you know that? I'm I'm familiar with uh, Jewish dietary laws. Yeah, it's kosher. Um, Yeah. Yeah, mutton. Pork is not. Neither is lobster. All right. On the board, let's go to question number four here. Because of its shape, I guess, Apple's future headquarters is commonly nicknamed the what? It's either the pyramid, the spaceship, or the sphincter. The spaceship. Spaceship. That's right. It is. I. It's a big circle. I don't know why it's a spaceship, but... Yeah, it looks like a flying saucer. Yeah. Question number five, last question in this first round. Do you have kids, Daniel? No. You still might know this because you were a kid at one point. What giant rat is the mascot for Pizza Time Theaters? It's a real place. I'm going to use a hint on this one. Your hint is this is a real chain all around the country that parents take their kids to uh, to do things like play skee-ball, celebrate birthdays. What giant-sized rat? Pizza Time Theaters. I'm going to guess it's a place I almost went on my birthday because I've never been there as a kid, but I've heard a lot of things about it. It's a place where a kid can be a kid. Chuck E. Cheese's. That is correct. Chuck E. Cheese. That's right. Okay. Okay. So you haven't ever been, though. Exactly. I I did almost go for my uh, 33rd birthday. But I ended up going to see a movie instead. (laughs) Both good choices. I kind you you know what? Um, I kind of want to do that (laughs) on my next birthday. Now it would be fun to be like a kid again. Okay. Hey, you're doing really well so far. Three out of five in the first round. How does it feel? I'm feeling better now. Yeah, now that I've gotten a couple or a few correct, I'm I'm feeling more confident, which could be dangerous. Yeah, it could, no, but that's usually a good thing. And I know some of those first questions, they generally deal with current events, like super current events. So those can be a little tricky. So let's talk about things a little bit. Uh, I invited Daniel Daniel J. Lewis on because you've been, like I said, a great resource to me when I was first podcasting. I would kind of like start Googling like how to do blah, blah, blah. And inevitably, one of your like blog posts or something would come up. And I just started realizing, well, this guy knows a lot. So thank you for that. Um, You have an entire network of shows, correct? 
Yeah, we've got about a dozen shows on the network. They're not all active and producing episodes mm-hmm. every week, but we do have several popular shows that are releasing episodes every week, and that's at noodle.mx. Yeah, and is I mean, how much of your time does that take up? I mean, you're you're just putting out shows all the time, right? Managing the network doesn't actually take all that much time unless something breaks or we're trying to do a rebrand on a network. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do negotiate the sponsorships for the podcasts on the network and I manage the back end. What actually takes more time than running the network is running the shows that I do myself, which are the Audacity to Podcast, One's Podcast, and the Ramen Noodle. And like One's Podcast itself is probably 12 hours per week of work that goes into that. Wow. that's even more work than goes into the audacity to podcast, but it's fun. Uh, it's great connecting with the community and great to support these other podcasters too, who make great quality content as well. And when you say the once podcast, you mean the podcast for the show once upon a time on ABC. Cool. So tell us about my podcast reviews. It's something you've been working on for a while. Yeah. My Podcast Reviews is a service that checks all 155 iTunes stores in 155 countries, and it looks for your written reviews for your podcast. Most people don't realize that when you go to iTunes and look at your own podcast reviews, you're only seeing the reviews in your currently selected country. You can manually switch between all of the other 155 stores looking for reviews, but that process, I timed it, would take about half an hour going quickly for one podcast. So if you have multiple podcasts, Mm -hmm. then it really starts to add up. And uh, what this tool then does at mypodcastreviews.com is you can use it online through the website and also receive the notifications through email. It checks for your latest reviews for you and it sends them to you in an email and makes them available through the website. So you can sort them, you can share them easily online, you can copy and paste your reviews to use on your own site and you can't copy and paste reviews from iTunes. So this not only makes that easier, but it makes it more automated for you so that you can see how your podcast is doing and get the feedback from your audience. Maybe even monitor your competitors' podcasts to see what are they doing well that you can learn from or what are they not doing well that you could learn from. Cool. And what is SEO for podcasters? I know I mentioned that too. Yeah, SEO is search engine optimization. And my work on optimizing my own content for search is clearly effective because you mentioned that's how you found me over and over and over again is my content showed up in search results. And SEO for podcasters is the only course of its kind about search engine optimization for podcasters. Everyone else is talking about SEO for bloggers or for websites and that kind of thing. But podcasters get a few extra layers that they can use for making their podcast more findable, like YouTube or iTunes or all of these other podcast apps and directories. And there are some things that podcasters need to know about optimizing their podcast, not for the search engines, really, but for humans who use search engines. So SEO for Podcasters is an in-depth course that shows you how to set up your website, your RSS feed, your content. And I can't guarantee that it will put you on the first page of Google or other search results. But what I can guarantee is that it will improve the way you develop and present your content in your podcast. And that's what SEO really needs to be about is improving our content. And then humans will find it better. 
Love it. That's awesome. And we can find all of this and more about you at the audacity to podcast.com. I know you're on uh, twitter.com, you know, the ramen noodle anywhere else. I, those are the two main places and everything is linked to from the audacity to podcast.com. My other podcast, the network, my personal site, my other social presences and such. Cool. All right. And before we get back into the game, I should mention you are in Cincinnati, Ohio. Is that right? Yeah, the greater Cincinnati area where weather changes every 15 minutes. Yeah. And Daniel, you came, you have a fun fact about yourself uh, you brought with us today. What do you got? Well, I am a businessman today and I've had a full-time job for a while before launching my own business. But my first business, I actually started as a kid. I loved the Christian audio drama series, Adventures in Odyssey from Focus on the Family. And I started a business where I would sell these Adventures in Odyssey albums to other people in my church. And I had a distributorship set up with Focus on the Family or some other Christian uh, book distributors for children's books and movies and stuff. And I, I had a lot of fun doing that. That's also where I got to practice design skills, making these flyers for whenever a new album would come out. And I, at one point, was able to fund my entire collection of the cassette tape versions of the Adventures in Odyssey audio drama series. Now I wish I had gone for the CDs because then I'd be able to copy those to my computer easily. But it it was fun. And the name of the business, uh, it was under my mom's business at that time called Simply Good Things. And so I named my business SGT Kids, and that was K-I-D-Z because I wanted to be cute. <laughs> so it was SGT Kids, and everyone thought it was Sergeant Kids. And I always had to point out, no, the S, G, and T are all caps, and they have periods between them. That means it stands for something, and they never got it. They never got the acronym part there. Gotcha. That's cool. So entrepreneur from a very young age. And you brought a fun trivia fact of some kind today as well. What is that? In the first Indiana Jones movie, there's this scene where he's looking for Marion in uh, among all of these baskets and such. And he's doing this little chase and there are these bad guys all over the place. Well, on that day, Harrison Ford, who plays Indiana Jones, was having some uh, some bowel issues and just not really feeling well. And there was this scene in the movie that the way it was supposed to go is that Indiana Jones sees this guy with this really big sword and he's supposed to have this epic battle with the guy and eventually disarm the guy with his whip. But because Harrison Ford wasn't feeling well that day, when the crowd parted and you see the guy there with his big sword and he gets all fancy with his sword, Harrison Ford pulled out his little prop gun and just shot the guy and everyone played along and the guy fell down dead and it became such an iconic scene in the movie. They kept it that way, but it wasn't actually originally scripted that way. Now, you know, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, let's get right back into the game here. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Okay. Level up. Your next question is an audio question. So I'm going to play a little TV theme song, and your job is to name the show. Okay? Okay. Here we go.
right. Do you know what show that is? I do. That is the theme song from The Office. The Office it is. Next question. little geography question for you here, Daniel. Dubai has the tallest building in the world. But what city has the second tallest building? It's either Shanghai, Hong Kong, or Taipei. Ooh. I, as American, want to say Chicago, but that wasn't even in the list. It was not. Um, I am going to guess that it is Hong Kong. Hong Kong. All right, I'm going to lock you in on Hong Kong. That's a good guess. Is it Hong Kong? Oh, Oh, and this was a pretty recent development, too. It may have been Chicago. Um, It's actually Shanghai. Shanghai Tower, completed in 2015, is the second tallest building in the world. Relatively recent. That's all right. That was a total guess question. Let's move on to question number eight. What was the first word ever said over the telephone? It was either ahoy hoy, howdy, or mister. Over the telephone. So I've got to thank Alexander Graham Bell. Mm hmm. Mister. Mister. Okay. Lock that in. Any particular reason? I'm thinking of the the time, the era that the telephone was invented and what kinds of things would have been said. And I'm assuming that the term mister was used quite often back then. So that's why I'm going with that. I'm sorry to tell you that it is mister. That's correct. <laughs> the full quote was Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Alexander Graham Bell said to his assistant. Nice. Next question. Number nine. Who wrote The Legend of Sleepy Hollow? It was either Washington Irving, Nathaniel Hawthorne, or Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. All good author names. Sleepy Hollow. Thinking that uh, it's not Longfeller, uh, the guy that has Longfellers, um, Nathan. No, 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 no. Um, oh, this is a tough one. I wanted one of them to just stand out as mm-hmm. this is an author's name, and the others are not author names. You have hints too. Yeah. Um. Let's go with one of my hints. Your hint is it's not Nathaniel Hawthorne. Fifty <laughs> fifty now. Who are my other two names? Washington Irving, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. I don't know when either of these two guys lived, so I'm going to guess that it's Washington Irving. Locking it in. And it's the correct answer. Washington Irving. Good guess. Your instinct was right that it wasn't Longfellow from the beginning. (laughs) Always go with that instinct. Question number 10. Last question in this round. 
what circular movie featuring a dead girl crawling out of a TV screen scared the crap out of everyone in 2002? This movie, I have only ever seen parodies of the movie, the ideas, the concepts, but I've never seen the movie itself, and I do know the name of the movie, The Ring. The Ring. Scariest movie I've ever seen. It is. Okay, at the end of that round, you have seven out of ten. Doing well. Five more to go. Are you ready to fire through this last round? I am. I'm warmed up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. This is an audio question. Um, I'm going to play a clip, an audio clip from a James Bond movie. I want you to identify which actor is playing James Bond here. The name is Bond. James Bond. What come out Shaken. Not stirred. And for you? The same. How do you take it? Okay. Okay. I, I know this guy. Uh, his name... It's it's escaping me at the moment. Is this multiple choice? This is not. Okay. There's only so many James Bonds. Um, uh, I know they have their movies he's in. I know who he is not. He's not Daniel Craig. And we could start a whole debate over who was the best James Bond. But we won't. That could be um, a whole show. Oh, dude, dude, dude. Uh, um, You have uh, two cheats left. Oh, I have two? Yeah. You have a hint and Google. Uh, I, 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 I know this one. It's on the tip of my brain. Yeah. I'll take a hint. All right. I, I should know this. I feel like I know it, but I, it's, it's just escaping. We're me. naming the James Bond actor. And your hint is when a rebellious kid wants to do something rebellious, they might get their ear pierced. Oh yes. Pierce Brosnan. That was not on my brain at all. Pierce Brosnan. You knew you knew it. You just couldn't quite verbalize it. All right. You got it, though. It was Pierce Brosnan. That's right. Next question. A little science question for you. And this is multiple choice. If your car is out of ethylene glycol, you need to add what to it? Antifreeze, transmission fluid, or wiper fluid? Um, I've seen this on things. I remember seeing it written on a bottle. Ethylene glycol. Well, or have I? Ethylene glycol, actually. Ethylene glycol. Rereading it. Which sounds like a great name for a little girl. Ethylene. <laughs> Ethylene glycol. <laughs> or an author of some book. Um, Ethylene glycol is, uh, you said, transmission fluid or wiper fluid or... Antifreeze what was the other? is the other one. Antifreeze. Uh, ethylene glycol. Well, ethyl, ethyl. Uh, I think that's similar to the word basically from which we get gasoline, uh, ethanol, that kind of thing. So it's not going to be wiper fluid. It's, it's uh, not going to be antifreeze. I'm going to go with transmission fluid. Transmission fluid. Okay. Lock you in on that. And it is not transmission. It was antifreeze. Antifreeze. Three more to go in the main uh, round here. This is a sports question. If you've just won the America's Cup, what sport are you competing in? Soccer, sailing, or golf? 
the American's Cup. America's Cup. America's Cup. America's Cup. Is it soccer, sailing, or golf? Or golf. Um, I think golf is PGA tournament. I don't remember hearing America's Cup in that. Well, maybe I have. Uh, sailing, I know nothing about. I've heard, I'm pretty sure I've heard the phrase America's Cup. Um, soccer, well, soccer isn't too American yet. Cincinnati just got their first soccer stadium, apparently. Uh, I'm thinking because soccer is an international sport and America is kind of late to the game in professional soccer competition. America, trying to be different, is making themselves stand out. So I'm going to say it's soccer. Lock it on soccer. Is it soccer? Oh, man. Sailing. America's Cup is sailing. You were right when you were thinking uh, America's just not too into soccer, but I like your logic, though. You might also be a billionaire if you're competing in that. (laughs) All right, two more to go. Let's get up to 10. You have eight correct. Let's get to 10. This is another multiple choice. What is the currency of Croatia? It's either the kuna, the dollar, or the ruble. I would like to Google this one. All right. You have eight seconds, so make it count and go. Um, it is Three seconds. The Kuna. Oh, he got it in the wire. Yeah, Kuna, Croatia. One more to go. Route of lifelines or cheats, I should say. I don't want to get sued. Uh, what is the highest ranked hand in poker? I used to play poker as a kid with kids across the street. It wasn't for real money, but I learned to play poker from a video game called Police Quest. And the hand I always tried to go for, and I believe I'm getting this one correct, is the straight royal flush straight royal flush lock it in let's get 10 right is it the straight royal flush Uh, oh no it is (laughs) sorry (laughs) that happens a lot on this show uh yes straight royal flush i would have taken royal flush but you got it odds of getting a royal flush are one in three hundred twenty-five thousand. Okay. Hey, you got 10 right. You got exactly what you were shooting for. Let's do one more question. This is a bonus question, and this is important because it can't hurt you, but it can help you in the event of a tiebreaker at the end of the season when we're ranking the top players, okay? Okay. All right. You're going to have 20 seconds to name the top seven things in this category. (laughs) And this goes along with a question we asked earlier. We're thinking cities in the world with the most skyscrapers. Skyscraper being any building exceeding 150 meters. That part's not very important. Just cities with the most skyscrapers. You can get up to seven. Go. Hong Kong, Shanghai, Dubai, New York, um, Chicago. Uh, da, 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 da. Five seconds. Uh, 
What did you say there at the wire? Los Angeles. I'll take it. You said it right under the wire. Let's see what the... So you said Hong Kong. Hong Kong was number one. So you got that one. New York City. You said New York. That's correct. You said Shanghai. Mm -hmm. That is number five. That's correct. Chicago, correct. And L.A. L.A. is not in the top seven or top ten. And you said Dubai was the other one, right? You got five. Well done. Five out of seven. So the the top five were Hong Kong, New York, Tokyo. Tokyo, we didn't get that one. Dubai, Shanghai, Chicago, um, some city in China I can't pronounce, (laughs) Chongqing, Shenzhen, Guangzhou and Manila was number 10. But you got five. Hey, and you got 10 right. So very successful uh, game here. Congratulations. What are you going to take away from today, Daniel? I think uh, what I'm going to take away from today is knowing what cities would be Possible locations for the next Mission Impossible movie (laughs) where they can jump from building to building, as well as I kind of want to see the next James Bond movie again. Well, Daniel J. Lewis, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. You did really well. Your score is 10.5. You used all your cheats, but you did darn well, my friend. Thanks so much. It's been a lovely time talking with you. Thanks for listening to another little installment of Podcast Game Show. And thanks to Daniel J. Lewis for playing. God, it sounds like Harrison Ford is always having issues on movie sets. He got he had stomach issues in the Indiana Jones movie. And in the Star Wars movie, he broke his leg. God, man. Watch it. Take care of yourself. Anyway, thanks for listening. And before I let you go, this is where I plug my website, which is podcastgameshow.com. Go check it out. You can play around. There's a little online version of the game. Sign up for the email list and you'll get early access to shows and a heads up when we're looking for more contestants for future seasons and other things that I'm working on. So check that out and come back next time as Joel Com of JoelCom.com, longtime social media expert, tells us what the longest word in the English language is. Talk to you then.